Scheffler outshines them all at Augusta. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Four Please Now Driving, the official Masters podcast. I'm your host, Marty Smith from ESPN. There is a new Masters champion, and his name is Scotty Scheffler. The Texan becomes just the second golfer ever to win four times in a PGA Tour season, including a major and a World Golf Champions event. The only other player to ever achieve that feat, Tiger Woods, did it eight times. 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2005, 6, 7, and 8. And no one had done it since until Scotty Scheffler right now. After his rousing Masters victory, Scheffler tried desperately to share the magnitude of the moment. Scotty, you were discussing with us that you've dreamt of this since you were in, what, first, second, third grade or whatnot. So I imagine you've dreamt of that final putt. You've dreamt of talking to Jim Nance in Butler Cabin. You've dreamt of having a competitor put that jacket on your back. You're maybe 90 minutes into this, hour into this. How, how does the reality of this moment compare to those dreams you had as a little boy? That's a good question. You know, I, I don't think anything's sunk in at the moment. You know, my, my head's still kind of spinning. I was I was so focused for so long this week. You know, major chip, major championship golf is, is brutal. And especially around a golf course like this and the conditions we played it in, you know, you can see the scores. This golf course was not playing easy this week. And um, it was such a mental grind. And, um, you know, winning this golf tournament, I'm so humbled to be here. I was just I'm just glad to be a part of the field. I'm glad to be able to have a chance to come out here and compete. And, you know, to be able to win this tournament, you know, I, I, I can't say enough about it. Scotty, what has, um, what has Ted meant to you through this journey and what has Ted meant to you through this week? Yeah, I mean, Ted, through this journey, he's, he's only worked for me now for, I don't even know how many events, like maybe nine or ten. Um, he's doing pretty good. <laughs> um, you know I, I can't I can't speak highly enough of Ted as a person and as a caddy he is I respect him so much just as a person you know he's such a fun guy to be around he's a man of faith and you know I, I love him and you know I, I can't I, I can't say enough about him I mean you know the qualities you look for in a person you know Ted embodies pretty much all of them you know he's he's humble he's hardworking. he's honest he's, he's a good time to be around I mean He's just, he's an amazing guy, and to, you know, be able to have him on the bag is, is so special. Well, you had played here before. So with him on this, on, on your bag this week, were there insights that you hadn't known about this place before? You know, I think, I think we just did such a good job of being really committed to what we were doing. Um, and, you know, that goes through all 72 holes. Just whatever we were trying to do, I knew, I knew exactly where I wanted to put the ball, and if I was to miss it, which side of the golf course I could be on to where I could still get it up and down. And, I mean, I chipped it so good this week. And so we, we did such a good job of putting myself in positions to where we could still manage even when I wasn't swinging my best at times. Um, and, you know, I mean, he just knows his golf course so well. And he's just – I trust him so much on the golf course. You mentioned uh, winning this in your dreams and how you dreamed it. I I'm wondering if you ever dreamed that you would – kind of take the lead on Friday and just sort of uh, a little bit run away with it. You never you never had that. I imagine you dreamed of, you know, hitting some big putt or, or one shot that, that 
in that back nine, but nobody really got that much close to you. Did you ever envision winning it in this this manner where you just sort of dominated the last three days? I mean, I think I think the only thing I imagined was probably that walk up 18. I've seen some guys do that. I, you know, the first one that comes to mind is watching Jordan make that walk up 18 with a huge lead, and definitely throughout the the round today when I built up a little bit of a lead. You know, I didn't want any stress towards the end of the day, and I didn't break my concentration until we got onto the green on 18. Once we got onto the green, I was like, all right, I'm going to enjoy this, and then, you know, um, had some fun with it, and um, yeah, I don't, I really don't know what to say. It was, it was definitely nice to build up a lead, and um, not nothing safe out there on the back nine on this golf course. You know, I, I've heard all the things that everybody says. It doesn't start till the back nine on Sunday. Anything can happen don't hit it in the water on 12, you know, all, all the stuff. Um, and, you know, I just blocked most of that out and just tried to execute and hit good golf shots. Scotty, what did you see as your biggest strength this week? And secondly, Randy commented the other day that you loved the big stage. Is that kind of the athlete inside you? I guess so. You know, it's fun being in contention. Um, I, I enjoyed yesterday and today on the golf course thoroughly. Um, off the golf course, it's much more difficult. You know, once I get out here on property, it's it's fantastic. It's so much fun. But trying to sleep at night and, you know, the slow mornings and the stress, it's it's a long week. And playing with the lead is not easy, especially at a golf tournament like this where, you know, if if, if you probably took a straw poll of the guys on tour, who would what golf tournament they would want to win, it would be the Masters. And so major championship golf, I mean, you could there's so many reasons. And um, – off the golf course, it's stressful. On the golf course, it's a heck of a lot of fun. You're a Masters champion now. That means you get to come back here for life. Just let that sink in for a few seconds. How does that feel? How do you compute to that? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the coolest part about this whole deal. I mean, this is such a fun golf course. It's such a fun piece of property. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Augusta National. It's about as cool as it gets. It's so fun to play. Um, you know, I just can't can't believe that I can come back for a lifetime and, and get to enjoy enjoy this golf course. Scheffler is just the fifth world number one ranked player to ever win the Masters, and it's just the sixth time it's ever happened. Just for the record, on our Monday Masters Roundtable podcast, with the voice of the Masters, CBS Jim Nance, and ESPN's Scott Van Pelt, both of them told you Scheffler would win this tournament. Scheffler's playing partner, Cameron Smith, was brilliant all weekend until the 12th on Sunday. Smith's tee shot landed in Ray's Creek, and he would ultimately card a triple bogey six. At that moment, his master's charge in 2022 was over. Two quick birdies to start and, uh, you know, quickly followed by a couple of bogeys. I, I hit some uh, pretty good shots, I thought, on, especially on the fourth hole. That, that five iron I hit in there was probably one of the best swings of the day, and then to walk off with bogey was... Uh, a bit frustrating, but um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, great birdie on 11, but run us through what happened on 12 there. Uh, just, just a really bad swing at, at the wrong time. Uh, it was just a, it was actually a really good number. It was a really nice nine iron, and um, yeah, wasn't even trying to go near that pin, and uh, yeah, just a really poor swing. And uh, but, but are you, you're proud of your effort this week. Yeah, I feel like I hung in there tough. Um, a couple of days, uh, Friday, Friday, I feel as it probably could have got away from me a little bit, and then again this afternoon. Um, yeah, so it was good, mate. My game feels really good. Um, I feel really confident in my game. I feel really comfortable around here. I, 
I love this place and um, I'll be back in next year and uh, try and put up a, another one. Rory McIlroy played fabulously Sunday, carding the best score of the weekend by anybody, a 64. That enabled him to surge to a runner-up finish, three strokes back. And while his Masters moment must wait another year, and with it the career Grand Slam, he's proud of the aggressive approach he took to get here. I was saying like there, it's been such a weird year for like weather conditions and playing in a ton of wind and like, you know, I think about the players in Bay Hill and um, even last week in San Antonio, uh, I feel like we haven't had a lot of days like this this year where you can actually, you know, get after the golf course and finally, you know, we had a we had a day where you could you could get after it and um, I just sort of thought to myself, you know, what the hell, let's just give it a go here. And I, I started off really well with a birdie on one and then just tried to keep the foot down. And, um, yeah, and I, I played a really, really good round of golf. I knew it would take something um, incredible to, to try to, you know, at least give Scotty something to think about. I thought I'd maybe done that with, um, you know, with all that bunker shot on the last. I, I got to within three at that point. Um, but then Scotty's just sort of been unflappable and birdied 14 and 15 and um you know he's he's closing this thing out like a champ so uh you know hats off to him he's had he's sort of been head and shoulders above everyone else this week and um you know i i play great today and you know i've, I've actually had a, a really really good weekend and i'm i'm proud of my performance so um you know i'll keep coming back year after year until um i i get the hang of this thing and and hopefully get one but um you know, it was, it was a great week all around, and, and all I can take are the positives from it. Tiger Woods inspired millions upon millions of people this week. He showed them that no matter what obstacles we may face, if we choose to fight, if we choose to fight and not quit and never give up, we can overcome. And this week at Augusta National, Woods most certainly overcame. Returning to these grounds on a rebuilt right leg that obviously caused the five-time Masters champion tremendous pain. But Woods' fortitude was ornery, and it was undeniable. Fourteen months ago, he was involved in a single-car crash in Los Angeles that shattered his right leg, leaving him with multiple open fractures. He admits he's lucky he still has that leg. He admits he's fortunate to be alive. So why was he so determined to return to the Masters and walk 90 holes this week? Two nine-hole practice rounds and 72 holes of tournament golf. Because it's what he was born to do. This tournament has meant so much to me and my family. You know, this, this, this entire tournament. I mean, from, I mean, I was explaining in there to Cara that uh, you go back to the year I was born was the year that uh, first black man played in the Masters, in Lee Elder. Uh, he was an honorary starter last year. Um, he was there when I won in 97. Um, 25 years later, here I am playing again. Uh, it's, it's meant a lot to me, and uh, there's no other place uh, that, well, there's no other place, there's no other major that we play in the same venue. So uh, St. Andrews is obviously near and dear to my heart because uh, it's a home of golf and I've been able to win a couple opens there but you know we, we rotate so but this this is this is different you know this is where 
all the great champions have, have ever played have, all, have, have walked these grounds. Granted, I don't think they've imagined walking back as far as we have, like on 11. <laughs> so um, I think when Bobby Jones uh, originally designed it, it was supposed to be like a Lynx golf course inland where you go from green to tee. But the uh, game has changed, gotten bigger, and uh, there's more walkbacks than, than ever before. Tiger, when you reflect back on all the hard work that you put in to get back to this place, what goes through your mind? Uh, I don't think people really understand. You know, the uh, the people who are close to me understand if they've seen it. Um, some of the players who are are close to me have have seen it and have seen the uh, some of the, the the pictures and the, the the things that I've had to endure, and um, they they appreciate it probably more than than anyone else because uh, they know what what it takes to to do this out here um, at this level. Um, it's one thing to play, as I said, at, with my son in a hit and giggle, um, but it's another thing to play in a major championship. And uh, it's, it's been a, a, a tough road and, um, you know, one that uh, I'm very thankful to, to have, have the opportunity to be able to, to, uh, to grind through it. Um, a lot of different things could have happened, um, but 14 months um, I'm able to tee it up and play in the Masters. Under the circumstances, do you consider this week uh, for not winning an event, yes, yes, without a doubt. Um, to uh, to go from where I was to to, to get to this point, um, I've had an incredible team that has helped me get to this point. Um, incredible support from, as I alluded to in the press conference on, on Tuesday, the amount of texts and FaceTimes and calls I got from players that um, that are close to me. Uh, throughout this entire time has meant meant a lot, and then to come here on these grounds and have the the, the, the patrons, you know, I I played in a in a COVID year and then I didn't play last year, so um, you know, 19 was last time I you know we for me that I experienced you know having the patrons like this and it, it's exciting, it's it's inspiring, it's uh, it's fun to hear the roars, to hear um, hole in ones. I, I think uh, Kitchen made one the other day and. Uh, to hear that roar down down there at the bottom there on 16, uh, just to hear that 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 excitement of uh, what this tournament brings out, and we have a, I think just an amazing day today with now the wind starting to pick up, it's starting to swirl a little bit. Uh, it's it's going to get I think it's going to get tight, and it's going to be fun to watch. When you look back on this week in your life, how will you describe it? Thankful, as I as I alluded to, I, I'm I, I keep saying it. Um, but I am. I, I really am. I truly am. Um, just to get to this point, and uh, um, just to be able to play, and, and not, not only just to play, but I put up a, a good first round. You know, and I got myself there. Um, I, I don't quite have the endurance that I would like to have had. Um, but you know, as of a few weeks ago, I didn't know if I was even playing this event. So um, to go from that to here, uh, we're excited about uh, you know the prospects of the future about training. Um, about getting in, into that gym and doing some other stuff to to get my legs stronger, uh, which we have been able to do because it's needed more time to heal. But uh, you know, I think it needs a, f <laughs> a couple more days to heal after this. But uh, we'll, we'll get back after it and we'll get into it. One spectator for the Woods Sunday Masters matinee had a much closer seat than any of us. His playing partner, John Rom, who admittedly caught himself watching Woods play as much as he was playing himself. Well, it's really cool, you know. Um, 
it was great because nobody cared about me. <laughs> so I was just watching him play. I was one more spectator and ended up playing good. So kind of a bit of, uh, you know, a load of my shoulders in that sense. Uh, I was able to enjoy the day as a fan and as a player. And you can just tell that, you know, his leg is just not quite up there yet. I mean, he's, you know, I've seen him in the truck. He's limping in the truck. He's limping on the course. And, and obviously he's he's trying very hard to play, but, you know, it's not easy to walk up and down those hills. And at the end, you can just tell that his leg and his body are just not used to walking this much, right? I believe if at home he can walk and, and get his strength up in the stamina in that sense, uh, he, he will be able to be competitive again. I mean, this is the hardest walk all year. And, you know, he'll be able to go somewhere where it's a little bit easier to walk. It won't be as long. And I believe he, he'll be able to contend. The opportunity to attend the Masters is a bucket list item for folks from every possible walk of life, even those who seemingly have no obstacle. English Premier League superstar Harry Kane is a voracious golf fan, and he'd never experienced the Masters before. When he got the opportunity, nothing would deny him. All right, Harry, the first thing that I have, I've just learned this, that you played yesterday. And you got on an airplane and you flew to the United States and landed this morning. Yes, sir. All right, why was it so important for you to be here at the Masters? Do you know what? I think so. the Masters is always on during our season. So never get the time to come out here. And I love golf. I love the Masters. And uh, it just worked out that we had a couple of days off. So, you know, after the game yesterday, we had a great result. And I was like, I'm coming out. I'm once in a lifetime thing. So uh, flew here last night, got here this morning watch the Masters today and, and, and enjoy it. Is this the first time that you've been to Augusta National? First time. First so time you in. just walked in here for the first time. What, 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 what are your oh, impressions? Incredible. I mean, you see it on TV and then I've spoke to people who have been here and, and they all say you just don't realize what it's like until you walk through the door and, and it's just amazing. Just seeing all the hole, I didn't realize how kind of open it was when you see like the whole course, you see like five, six holes straight away. Um, got here to see Tiger tee off up the first, so that was pretty cool and uh, yeah, just amazing experience. I imagine you've been paying attention on TV the past couple of days, so you've seen the galleries, the swarm following Tiger Woods. You've been around some really famous dudes in your profession. Is there anybody that compares to what you're seeing with Tiger here at the Masters? I don't think so. I think seeing seeing the Monday, the practice round, seeing the crowds for that, and um, it's something about Tiger, you know, just the way he uh, transcends the sport and everyone just obviously no one knew he was going to play and to see him come back and fight back as he has just a true inspiration so um, yeah I don't think there's anyone else in any other sport that kind of gets gets the crowd feeling like he does and um, yeah to see to see that and to see him play great and to make the cut was just incredible and uh, yeah true inspiration not for, for other sportsmen but for everyone else who's watching as well. You've had your own share, a litany of injuries throughout your career, and his is awful. I mean, what happened to him? I mean, he said himself, he should have lost his leg. He might have lost his life. So as somebody who understands what it takes to get back, maybe not to that degree, but to get back when you're injured, how do you define what we're seeing from him? Yeah, that's, it's truly remarkable. Like I say, I've had some, some ankle injuries, some hamstring injuries, but to, to hear what he went through and like, like he said, the way he described it was to be back within just over a year playing one of the biggest tournaments in the world, making the, making the cut, just shows the person he is, obviously the, the guy he is, uh, the mentality he, he has. And um, yeah, just a, like, like I said, a true inspiration. And uh, no matter, I think he said yesterday, like you just keep fighting, keep trying to achieve your dreams. And that's what he's doing at his age after all he's been through, even though 
he could hang up his hang up his uh, clubs now, and everyone would call him one of the greatest of all time for sure. But he just wants to keep proving people wrong, and and, and that's what he does. I've seen you on, on the internet playing with messing around with Tommy Fleetwood. I know you're close with Justin Rose. Who are some of the guys on tour with whom you're close? Yeah, so uh, Justin, Tommy, obviously the, the English guys. I've, I've played a polter. I've played a, a round with before. Um, I've actually met Bryson uh, out in the Bahamas before, and we had a we had a round together and, and was chatting. So uh, yeah, I mean, I love my golf. I love just watching all the guys. Um, so yeah, it'd be an interesting day today. Obviously, you've got Sh Shane Lowry at the top of the leaderboard, who who could have a, a good run today. It'd be nice to see him uh, see him go well. But look, I think it's going to be between the, the top two, that final group. See where, see what can happen. What are some of the places here on the grounds that you've dreamed of seeing and experiencing yourself that you're looking forward to? I think Amen Corner for sure. Uh, like I say that we we watch it. I've been watching it for years and years and seeing them. Seeing them holes, the 12th, the par 3, uh, and then that par, the par 5, 13th around the corner. Um, yeah, just to see how it really looks in real life, you know. You, you kind of see it in, on TV, but everyone I speak to just says you can't really understand what it's like until you're there. And, and I'm here now, so I can't wait to kind of head over there and, and, and see it for myself. I know you're tired. I know you're excited to be here. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with I us, Harry. It. We appreciate it. It's no a pleasure problem. to meet you. And you. Thank you. We spend incalculable hours as broadcasters and writers and storytellers attempting to somehow convey the indescribable magic of the master's mystique. I saw something Sunday at Amen Corner that is as good a description as I can muster. Due to the kindness of the folks who owned the chairs and left an open seat, I was seated alongside the ropes, to the right if you're standing at 12T, looking at 12 green. And as defending Masters champion Hideki Matsuyama strode up the hill from the 11th green, two young boys of Asian descent hustled down the alleyway to get as close as they could. A T-Box gallery attendant, who asked to remain nameless, saw them and ushered them toward the ropes so they could see Matsuyama up close just 10 feet away. The attendant asked a patron if he might borrow the bag used to carry the chair, and he took that bag, and he laid it across the alleyway so that the boys would have a place to sit and to take in this moment watching a hero perform. Hold on, it gets better. After Matsuyama hit his tee shot, the gallery attendant collected the resulting divot, in which the tee was still embedded, and hand-delivered it to the boys. He folded the hallowed grass in half, handed it to the boys, and said, I got a sandwich for you, fellas. The boys turned toward one another and back to the attendant, utterly speechless. And then the attendant walked the boys back to their parents, further up the hill at Amen Corner. And the lady beside me wept. It was a beautiful display of humanity, a small gesture in the eyes of the attendant. But for those boys... That grass will be watered with passion for the game, and that grass just might grow roots that last long after they're gone. That's all from the 86th Masters Tournament. Congratulations to Scotty Scheffler, his family, coaches, and friends. For everyone at Augusta National Golf Club and the Masters, thank you so much for listening.